0: This is the Frontier Freedom Hour, sponsored by Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University. Here's Jeff Hunt.
1: Howdy, howdy, howdy friends. Welcome back to the Frontier Freedom Hour. I'm your wagon boss Jeff Hunt. We are in the Salem Studios in San Diego. Chris is providing the board for us. Thanks so much, Chris. Uh, this is a beautiful studio. I'm on vacation out with family enjoying beautiful sunny California and Decided to host my show out here and had a wonderful time getting to meet all the great people that run the Salem studio here in San Diego. One of my friends is the mayor of Coronado, California, Richard Bailey. And we've been talking about the history of Coronado. We've been talking about uh, his personal background. So if you miss that, go to FrontierFreedomRadio.com. You can download the podcast there. That's FrontierFreedomRadio.com. Uh, Coronado, this amazing island in Southern California, just across the border from— Uh, Tijuana real close in fact you can kind of see it from Coronado you can see Tijuana and you know we know that the United States is facing border issues right and you hear a lot about it down in Texas you hear about the private ranchers that are having to deal with uh, smuggling that's taking place human trafficking that's taking place but there's a unique issue to Coronado and the city of San Diego that maybe a lot of people don't know in fact I didn't know about it till recently but uh, because of the water treatment systems in Tijuana We're facing sewage problems and kind of bacteria problems in California now. It's kind of coming up as a result of the current. And in some cases, some beaches are even having to be shut down due to this. And the guy that's trying to find his way through this, he's proposing ideas and solving this problem, is the mayor of Coronado Island, Richard Bailey. So Richard, describe this problem to us.
0: Absolutely. So this is arguably the single greatest environmental disaster in our nation right now. Mm. And it's very discreet. It's very tangible and it can be solved. So for, you know, when we talk politics, oftentimes uh, the left claims the mantle of being environmentalists. And I want to try to reclaim the ma- the mantle of being pragmatic environmentalists. Now, I'm not trying to keep the, I'm not trying to keep the sky from falling because that's really beyond our control. But we sure as heck can solve this sewage issue coming from Tijuana. So a little bit of background here. So the city of Tijuana is right on the other side of the U.S.-Mexico border uh, from the U.S. It's like the most northern town. It's right on the border of the U.S.-Mexico border. And it has this big growing population. Unfortunately, over the years, Mexico's infrastructure, its wastewater infrastructure, has not kept up with its growing population. And what has happened... Due to this lack of infrastructure, this outdated infrastructure, and also a lack of building standards, what we see is that their sewage system gets overwhelmed, and they will discharge raw sewage directly into the Pacific Ocean. And When currents start flowing north, that raw sewage makes its way from Tijuana up to the cities of Imperial Beach, Coronado, and the city of San Diego. If this was happening in an American city, the federal government would have come down and uh, squashed this immediately. All the elected officials would have been thrown out of of office years ago. But because it's happening in a foreign country, there's very limited oversight or action that we can take um, on, on the local level, and it does require cooperation with Mexican officials. The other component of this, in addition to like raw sewage that kind of overruns overruns their infrastructure, their building standards have been set up in a way that in Mexico, they will literally just, when you flush your toilet? They will pipe it right out into this large river valley. That river valley uh, flows downhill into the U.S., part of the Tijuana River Valley, because the river valley crosses both countries. And for approximately 120 days out of the year, raw sewage flows from Mexico in this river valley into the U.S. and then out this river valley and also meets up at the Pacific Ocean. So two different problems, we got building standards and then we have infrastructure that just can't handle the capacity necessary uh, to properly treat their raw sewage. And us here in the U.S. are bearing uh, the brunt of that. We're bearing both the environmental impact and also the economic impact there are also national security concerns as you were mentioning earlier the US government just spent a billion dollars to build a brand new training facility for our US Navy seals and then we have border security issues because the border patrol uh, men and women actually have to operate along the border in this raw sewage and so you have all these different interests that are trying to that would like to address this issue but we hadn't seen any tangible progress from any of our local or federal leaders until around 2019. Hmm. And I, want to give a, I do want to give credit to the Trump administration's Environmental Protection Agency on this issue because they were the ones that when the city of Coronado got together and we took this issue over to Washington, D.C., they are one of the first doors we knocked on and they were extremely interested in solving this issue because it touched on those, those different elements I mentioned, board patrol, US Navy SEALs, economic impacts and environmental impacts. And the EPA started to run with it. Um, so the EPA really started kind of evaluating the situation. Uh, and you know the Trump administration's EPA kind of passed the torch to the Biden administration's EPA. And to, to everyone's credit, once they became aware of the issue and once they saw that there was, we were able to build a lot of bipartisan uh, support here locally. We got our congressional delegation on board in a bipartisan manner. We kept going back and forth to Washington, D.C. to keep building those coalitions. Once they saw how broad that support was, we were actually able to secure $300 million mm-hmm. through the USMCA, which was signed under uh, former President Trump, uh, to start building the infrastructure necessary to solve it. So it, once again, one of the biggest tangible environmental disasters facing in our country right now. It's something we can solve and something we've been working on for the past couple of years, and I'm confident it's actually going to be addressed pretty shortly. What does that look like moving forward? So it looks like it's really, really twofold. We are going to increase the capacity of a wastewater treatment plant on the American side of the border, so that when that raw sewage from those uh, residential developments is kind of pumping right into the Tijuana River Valley, when that raw sewage flows from the Tijuana River River Valley, we'll be able to collect it, divert it to an existing treatment plant that will have increased capacity and treat it and then pump it out into the ocean. And we're also going to beef up the infrastructure down in Mexico at their main uh, water treatment facility as well. There's about a, there's a suite of projects that in total will cost about $600 million to build, but those are the two big ones, increasing capacity and diversion of our existing wastewater treatment facility right along the border, and also increasing capacity of Mexico's treatment facility.
1: And I know that this affects us, so that's why we're putting American tax dollars towards it. Does Does Mexico have any incentive to try to clean this up themselves? Aren't they like? Does anyone go to a beach in Tijuana? (laughs) They do, but believe it or not, they do. And when we
0: were first kind of having these types of conversations with our counterparts down in Mexico. They would kind of look at us a a bit cross-eyed and they're like, hey, guys, we understand our infrastructure is not up to your standards, but it's heads and shoulders above the standards of a lot of the rest of Mexico. Mm -hmm. And so how do we as politicians in Mexico make the case that we're going to invest even more money in infrastructure that's pretty good by our standards when many people in our country don't have any plumbing whatsoever? Mm. And so when you start hearing their perspective, you, you, you get the sense that, hey, we just have different priorities right now. And it's, it's really a difference in where we're at in development of as two different nations. Um, the good news is over time, since we've been having these conversations now for about four or five years, you've really started to see, you're starting to see a paradigm shift um, on their end. And the USMCA trade agreement uh, that was signed in the early, early 2020 actually has uh, enforcement mechanisms hmm to force Mexico to the table when they do have these types of environmental disasters happening. So we have seen some teeth included uh, in these uh, international trade deals, which is definitely good news. And ultimately Mexico gets it. They don't want their children swimming in this water either. It's not good for their own public health. It's not good for their environment or their economic development. So I think they they realize that we just kind of had to bring them maybe a bit kicking and screaming to the table, but I think they are uh, good faith partners at this point.
1: And I mean, this is the water U.S. Navy SEALs train. That's right. So we have a a national security interest, as you said. We really do. To make sure that we get this right. We've got about a minute and a half here. You've had to deal with Coronado's beaches being closed. Uh, And from what I understand, different measuring metrics that have changed over time as to whether or not we can keep the beach open or we can't. So in a minute and a half or so, tell us about that issue.
0: Yeah, (laughs) I could tell you about this issue. It would take about 10 hours to tell you about it, but in, in about 60 seconds here, government really likes to make things more complicated than it needs to be. And sometimes we find a shiny object. In this case, it was a shiny object in the form of a brand new testing methodology to test how clean our water is instead of using a a tried and and true method that's been around for about 25 years. And what we found is that this new test, the threshold for closures is not quite as calibrated as the old test Mm. and so what we started seeing is we started seeing beach closures in Coronado during the summer months which is really unprecedented not because the water quality had changed at all but because this new test was saying uh was triggering thresholds that hadn't previously been established so not only are we battling with Mexico to actually stop their sewage from coming in we're also having a battle with the county of San Diego who's responsible for doing these water quality tests to keep our beaches open.
1: Mm. Wow. Yeah, it sounds like a great government. Yeah, government solution looking for a problem. It sometimes, really is. Yeah, right. It really was. Wow. So we're talking with Richard Bailey, the mayor of Coronado Island, here on the Frontier Freedom Hour. We've been talking everything from Trans Rockies, which is a race in Colorado, to the history of Coronado Island, to even the challenges they're facing today with Tijuana sewage and that's affecting our U.S. Navy SEALs and the training that they're going through. So when we come back, I'm going to ask him a very, probably the toughest question he's heard so far. uh, What are his favorite places on Coronado Island to visit? Mm -hmm. I think when you're the mayor, that's kind of asking like a parent who their favorite children are, right? You don't want to offend anybody, but uh, we do want the inside secrets to this wonderful island that houses the U.S. Navy SEALs, that houses uh, the Naval Air Station North Island and he can give us the insights. You're listening to the Frontier Freedom Hour, hosted by Jeff Hunt and the Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University. We'll be right back after these messages.